Marketplace is supported by Putnam Investments, believing that America's retirement savings challenge requires bold action today. More at theretirementsavingschallenge.com. Produced in association with the University of Southern California. After all that hand-wringing and arm-twisting over a payroll tax cut extension, the latest congressional impasse looks to be over. So, will Uncle Sam be taking more out of our paychecks or not? Here's a hint, House Republicans just blinked. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by Reputation.com, helping small business owners, professionals, and executives monitor, protect, and improve their online reputations. Reputation.com. And by the Batten Institute at the University of Virginia's Darden School of Business, transforming society through entrepreneurship and innovation. BattenInstitute.org. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Bob Moon in for Kai Ristall. Two more shopping days left if you're counting. Good to have you with us this Thursday, December the 22nd. House Republicans just did an abrupt about-face on their previously dug-in heels today. And it now looks, as certain as things ever do on Capitol Hill these days, that 160 million Americans won't be hit with higher Social Security taxes. Our D.C. Bureau Chief John Dimsdale joins us live. John, what happened? Well, it seems like uh, Perils of Pauline, uh, the the piano music was playing and the heroine <laughs> just got rescued from the train tracks. Uh-huh. The, the Republicans are going to back down from their insistence that the payroll tax holiday last an entire year. Uh, Speaker John Boehner says he can persuade enough of his fellow House Republicans to go along with the two-month extension that the Senate passed uh, last week. There's going to be some minor language changes to help small businesses cope with the taxes uh, in this, but and that that's going to give House Republicans something to show for holding out most of the week for a year-long extension. But those are small tweaks, something that the Senate should be able to agree to in, in short order. And why did they buckle? Well, House Republicans were facing unrelenting pressure, even from their own party members and their allies. You know, unlike the debt ceiling stalemate last summer, which involved government borrowing and big macroeconomic financial issues, this was an impasse over very personal individual money issues. Like you said, 160 million American workers, how much money they're going to get in their paychecks just two or three weeks from now. And when it gets that personal, the public pressure can be brutal on politicians. Marketplace's John Dimsdale, thanks. You're welcome. The government provided us with a little more holiday cheer today, news that unemployment claims have dropped to their lowest level since April 2008, before most of us realized a recession was setting in. Add in slowly improving consumer sentiment and economic growth, and economist Joel Neroff is looking forward to the new year. There's a whole set of reasons to believe that the recovery, which has been picking up some steam, will continue to improve as we go through 2012. On the other hand, at IHS Global Insight, economist Nigel Galt tells us not to get our hopes up too much. Well, I don't think it's signaling strong recovery. I think we're we're somewhere in between here. Galt says it's good news, yes, but there are plenty of headwinds the economy is still struggling against. There was a time when law school all but guaranteed a ticket to a good life. There's a reason mom always wanted you to be a doctor or lawyer, but as plenty of recent grads will tell you, today that golden ticket might just buy you a boatload of debt and a temp job. So how to deal with this oversupply of lawyers? From the Marketplace Education Desk at WYPR, Amy Scott reports. How about giving would-be law students a more realistic view of their future? Todd Kelly graduated from the Massachusetts School of Law in 2009. Of my class of about 50, I think 
there's a half dozen, let's say, working in the legal field that I know personally, and only a couple that are actually working as attorneys. When Kelly couldn't find a job, he started his own firm and folded it when he couldn't make enough money. He's now working as a software sales engineer. I think what I didn't fully appreciate was just how difficult it would be to get that first job. Julie Margetta Morgan wants to change that. She's a policy analyst at the Center for American Progress, a left-leaning think tank. In a new report, she says the federal government should publish data on what workers can expect starting out in any field. Right now, if you looked on the Bureau of Labor Statistics website, you'd see that the average...